Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. Over the last couple days, I have been asked what I thought of the writing at the Capitol and what happened there just a couple days ago, and thought that we should talk about that a little bit. And and first of all, I want to just right off the very top here uh, say this, that the breaking into of our nation's capital was wrong, and I condemn what took place there. Peaceful protests are a constitutional right. They are. But violence and rioting is not. So I want to make this very clear that I condemn what happened there, the going into the Capitol and rioting and looting. That kind of thing is not constitutionally protected. It is not something that is right to do and should not have been done. I condemn that just like I have condemned other rioting and looting as well. And so that, that, that needs to be clear right off the top. Um, we also see that if, if, from a historical point of view, we see the squelching of free speech never helps a free society. So we just want to get right off the top here a couple things that we see through history so we can keep what we saw the other day at the Capitol building in, in context. Um, so the, the squelching of free speech never helps a free society. A free society requires the government provide justice. Uh, we see that fair elections are a requirement of a democracy. Democracies, uh, they prosper when its people believe that things can change by their vote. That's what a democracy is. That a democracy means that the people have a say in how they're governed and what uh, what government they have. We have, uh, we have a representative democracy here in the United States, so it's not a pure democracy, which is a good thing because pure democracies don't work, but we still have a representative one where we vote for the people who represent us and govern over us. And so those things prosper when the people believe that they can change things by their vote. And lastly, just from a purely historical point of view, we know that political violence begets political violence. And so that is never the answer. Political violence is never the answer. Okay? So let's get into the questions that were raised by what we saw happening there at the Capitol building just just a couple days ago. Uh, Were there Antifa mingled in with the protesters? Um, yes, I, we can. De- we definitely know from uh, the reports that we've seen, from the videos we've seen. Uh, I, I have had a number of friends that were there, uh, actually on site um, in Washington D.C. That, that that reported this. It there was definitely Antifa there. Antifa uh, was was also. Um, I mean, their their own. Uh, sites were saying that they that they wanted people there that you were to go and and so there, it was not a surprise when uh, uh, many of the protesters that showed up uh, encountered Antifa both um, kind of almost adversarially uh, w- when they were going to the march uh, and the rally um, and then of course the, when when Antifa mingled in amongst those protesters. Um, so did Antifa attend the rally and, and break out windows of the Capitol building? Yes. Uh, they, in fact, you, uh, there are definitely videos available uh, that show uh, the protesters that were at the Capitol building 
um, actually identifying Antifa members, calling them out. And, uh, and then when they, uh, they started to try to break some of the windows, they actually, uh, many of them were, were being stopped from breaking those windows by the, um, the people there at the building uh, and, and trying to make sure that Antifa didn't do that. Now, obviously, it did happen and people went in and not everybody inside the Capitol building was Antifa. Okay, I'm not saying that. Um, but that was, they were definitely involved in this process. Um, and really, um, you know, it, it, it begs the question, are not most Antifa types just anarchists really at heart uh, that use fascist tactics to get their way? Well, yes, we know that. We know that, that uh, at, at the heart of Antifa really is a, um, an anarchist mentality that enjoys chaos and they get their way by both fascist tactics and by uh, this anarchy uh, and chaos. And so, um, so to promote that within this, this group and what was happening here uh, was definitely a right up their alley. So uh, let, let's, get, let's get that question right out, uh, right out of the way, right up off the top here. Uh, how was what happened at the Capitol building President Trump's fault? So that's a, that's a question because uh, as I was watching what was going on and listening on the radio and, and, and all the media outlets uh, that, that I was able to, uh, to consume here, because I was not at the, 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 the rally at Washington, D.C., um, and when, when I saw this, fr- right almost from the very get-go, uh, all we heard from just about every pundit was that it was President Trump's fault and, and that what was happening was his fault. Well, how... How could that be? Um, they, they were saying, well, his speech to the protesters uh, was uh, really got them riled up, and that's what happened here. Well, um, I heard much of his speech. I didn't hear anything that would do that or called for them to go and invade the Capitol building uh, and, and to vandalize it. What, uh, what about his speech called for what happened? There was nothing in there. Uh, so you can't say that it was his fault. Uh, why? And, and now we're even hearing about, you know, invoking the 25th Amendment and maybe impeachment, you know, for the last, you know, two weeks of his presidency or whatever. I mean, this this is ridiculous stuff, okay? Uh, why would the impeachment or the 25th Amendment come into play here? There's, there's nothing here that would support that kind of action. Uh, there w- Again, we get back to the, to the question, how was what happened at the Capitol building President Trump's fault? It wasn't. And so uh, this, is, this is just another way for those that don't like President Trump to, to try to pin the blame on him. And this is, this is a tactic that, that uh, particularly the left likes to use quite often, where you know, they, they take something really bad and then they, uh, they say, um, you know, it was so-and-so's fault uh, because of something they said or whatever. That's, that's not the case in, uh, in this case. So, uh, you know, there, there's, enough, uh, there's enough things that you can say that, that Trump uh, has done wrong. Uh, but uh, in, in this case, you can't say that this was one of them. Uh, okay, so uh, next question. Was there a difference between the protesters and the rioters? Well, of course there was. Uh, in fact, almost all of those at the rally did not break into the Capitol building or even try to. Uh, the, these, these were people that were there uh, because they uh, wanted to express what they thought as far as support for the president. They wanted to express what they thought when it came to the 
stealing of the election, as they as they put it, and um, and the fact that the, that the election was a fraudulent election, and many people believe that, and so uh, that they there was a big, huge, huge rally. If you look at the at, at pictures uh, of uh, of that rally, there were just a massive amount of people uh, there, and um, you know we're. Were all the protesters that were at the rally also at the Capitol building? Of course not. Uh, only a few. Now, um, you know, were were not many of the Capitol protesters that were there were were there to surround the building and not go into the Capitol? That's correct. Now, there there were many that wanted to uh, just simply surround the Capitol building, show their displeasure for uh, what was happening, and uh, it, it, as far as trying to ratify the electoral uh, college vote. And, uh, and so that, that was uh, what they wanted to do. Now, again, um, we, we saw some agitators uh, that, uh, that wanted to take it farther. We saw people who did not uh, do the right thing. And, uh, and so, you know, it, it obviously, as oftentimes these things can, uh, can happen, it got into areas where it should not have. And, and that's why we've condemned what has happened uh, when it came to the looting, to the um, you know breaking into the Capitol building, but uh, but that leads us to another question, you know what were the Capitol rioters trying to accomplish? I mean, what if if you consider what was going on at the Capitol at that time, there was a ratification of the Electoral College vote, and not just that ratification, but but even at the time that it happened, they were actually debating on Arizona's votes and saying, hey, these were fraudulent and we're going to debate whether or not these votes are even valid. And so what was going on there was a process that the majority of those people at the rally would support. So why would they want to break into the Capitol and then put an end to that process? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, how, How did the writing help their cause? It didn't, and so to to say that you know they were they were there to uh, to destroy our democracy or whatever that, that that wasn't the case. The majority of people there were not there to riot, and that that was a select few. So it poses the question: Why has there not been a congressional investigation of voter fraud? Because if these people were were I mean, if, if, if the case can be made that these people were so um, in, up in arms about what has happened during our vote, that w- they would come to Washington, D.C., they would th- take the time and the money that it takes to do that, and they would have a rally, and then, because they're so incensed, that they, they go to the Capitol building and surround the Capitol building, and then even some go beyond that, then, what, then why in the world would we not have a congressional investigation of voter fraud? If we can spend over two years and over $12 million on investigating a fake Trump-Russia collusion theory, then why not this? I mean, we, we should have an investigation, a credible investigation, into what happened in many of these states when it came to the voter fraud. Would not an investigation at least lower the tensions since our judicial system refuses to look at things. And that's, isn't that part of the problem, is that our judicial system has, has basically said, you know, has, has punted the football in this case. 
they have basically said that we're not going to look at at this stuff and if they would have done that if they would have really taken a look at much of what the 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 evidence shows then even if they say okay this is not enough evidence or this there's not not enough here to go on but that's fine but but at least there is some conclusion to that but when you basically just say we're just not going to take a look at it which is what much of the court system has done then you, what what are you going to have you're going to have people that then you know un, believe that there is a um, there's a fraudulent vote and they're not going to be happy about that and so uh, so why would there not be a congressional investigation at least of voter fraud how does restricting free speech convince those that believe in voter uh, in a fraudulent electoral system uh, in other words what have we seen even directly after what happened at the Capitol when it came to social media and when it, and, and even far beyond social media we have seen a restricted um, free speech access social media immediately put President Trump the president of the United States his Twitter uh, account on on suspend um, they, they have since even extended that out to the end of his presidency and um, and, and why are social media companies shutting down these accounts? Why are they restricting the free speech? Free speech, and this is a, a podcast for another time, and probably soon, to be honest with you, but free speech is a cornerstone of, of our society and what, and, and, and what uh, we need to have in order to continue uh, having the democracy that we have. Now, why are... Uh, selling sites, restricting people selling anything having to do with President Trump right now. I mean, again, uh, this the, these writers had nothing to do with President Trump. He did not incite them and tell them to do what they did, and and yet we have we have selling sites that are restricting people from selling, let's say, you know, uh, mega hats or. Um, or anything to do with Donald Trump. Period. They they are they are shutting those things down. That the, this type of thing again. That we we have. Uh, you you can say that these are private companies, and and, and we've done a podcast uh, on on some of the what we think as far as the social media and and the fact that um, you know they have a way too much power when it comes to restricting free speech, and they should not. Um, be, they should not have some of the things that they have when it comes to the ability to not be sued and, and, and held accountable for what they do. But again, probably a time for even another podcast on that. How does the loss of faith in the basic institutions of our country play into what is happening? Um, well, I think it, it has to do with a lot of things. Um, when we have the, the, the loss of, um, of faith in our basic institutions, then people are going to react in sometimes even irrational ways, uh, as we as we've seen here. Uh, why do people, uh, you know, why would they not be skeptical of any of our government institutions after what happened uh, over the last year alone? Uh, we we have seen institutions, uh, e even like you know, the FBI, uh, which you know at one time you'd think, well, you know, if the FBI is going to investigate it, and they'll they'll t they'll tell you they're they're impartial, and and we and we've seen that they're not in many cases, particularly the heads of of these institutions 
Um, we saw the IRS uh, was weaponized under President Obama to go after, uh, you know, conservative uh, um, organizations and non and nonprofits that he didn't like. Uh, we, you know, we we obviously have have seen a deterioration of our media. We've seen a deterioration and a lack lack of confidence in our educational system. We've seen. You know, I mean, just I I could go on and on and on, and. And when we see those type of things happening, then then people are going to get skeptical, and that and so then we again we start to see people acting in certain ways because they have a lack of faith in just simply the basic institutions of our country. Um, when you can't trust those in charge or experts to do their jobs, is is it a wonder that that we have so much tension? I mean, if you look at even even when it came to the handling of this coronavirus uh, and, and, and all the different political footballs that were being thrown around. And, and you know, Dr. Fauci, um, you know, even saying, you know, hey, I, I, I've lied to you about uh, a number of things just to get my way. That in itself it does not create uh, a, a level of, of optimism. It does not, uh, you know, take away from the tensions that are happening in our country. Uh, how does the government handle the handling of the BLM riots come into play here? Well, I think it has a lot uh, to do with, with what we've seen. How uh, does one not see the, the hypocrisy of our governmental leaders who supported and would not condemn the BLM riots um, that are even continuing in, in some of our um, cities today? Um, and, and how can BLM leaders say that rioting and looting, which they call reparations, uh, and, and the burning of buildings and property, not violence. They say that all of that is not violence, that it, 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 as long as nobody gets hurt, it's not violent. Uh, and, and we have many of our governmental leaders that support that. Uh, this, is, uh, th this just only adds to what we've seen uh, go on here. And why was an unarmed female veteran, Ashley Bennett, shot to death? And, and yes, there, there are videos that show what happened there. Um, and, and, you know, they, they are disturbing. Um, you know, what was the, the police, um, life in danger, uh, when, when he shot her? Um, no, I would say that that's not the case. And, uh, will those that, that spoke out about George Floyd and others, uh, are they going to demand that they say her name? Uh, I don't think so because it doesn't further their political agenda. Um, and, and, and let me let me just read this. Uh, you know, most of the nearly 128 million Americans that believe that there was voter fraud in this country, um, they they many of them kind of feel this way. Uh, I, I saw a post uh, that was um, put onto Facebook, and and let me read this to you and see if this doesn't resonate with some. Uh, and, and for others that don't feel this way, at least you might understand a little bit about why certain people feel a certain way. It says, you can't justify this insanity. We have become a nation that has lost its collective mind. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Somehow it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. Universities that advocate equality discriminate against Asian Americans in favor of African Americans. 
Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were even born. And other people are not held responsible for what they are doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. People who have never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. After uh, legislating gender, if a dude pretends to be a woman, you are required to pretend with him. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. People who have never been to college should pay for debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but a Ill, uh, an illiterate gangbanger who jumped the southern fence is welcome. Five, bi- uh, $5 billion dollars for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not. If you cheat to get into college, go to prison. But if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. And pointing out all of this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes more sense. No values, no morals, no civility. And people are dying of a Chinese virus, but it is racist to refer to it as Chinese, even though it began in China. We are clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral and immoral, uh, where where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing innocent babies is right. Um, you know, I I was in Slovakia for a very short time, um, a number of years ago, and it was about eight years after the fall of the wall, and. I asked one of the people there, I said, hey, you know, w- w- do you think you're going to be able to stay a democracy like you are, or are you going to go back to communism? And that was that was a real a real question at the time. And it, it really shocked me, the answer, and I heard uh, that I heard from, from uh, my interpreter that I asked, and he said, many of the older generation had gotten used to being given things, and many of the younger generation were not afraid to work if it meant that they had freedoms. And so there was a real um, almost giving up of the older generation and just saying, you know what, just give me, get, you know, I, I'm just going to play by the system and give, it, get, give me what you can give me. But many of the younger generation weren't afraid to actually work and to fight for what they knew was right. And, and particularly if it meant that they were gra- granted freedoms. Um, and, you know, I see this in the Christian community some. Um, I know it can be easier to live in a monarchy or a, or a communist society where we don't have to, a, any political responsibilities, but we have been blessed with a different type of system, a system that requires our participation to further its existence. 
Without it, we have a lack of religious freedom, at the very least. For Christians to sit back and to say that, you know, we just need to concentrate on spiritual things only means that they are lazy, fearful, or both. Let's work toward preserving the gift God has given us. Let's work at at what we see right in front of us as things that are not biblical, they are not moral. Let's not do the things that 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 we see that others doing that, that, that we condemn. These these riots at the Capitol building, we can condemn and we can say those were not right. But we can't just shy away and say, you know what? What is going on here in this political system? I'm just so tired of it. I'm not going to, to participate in it anymore. We cannot let this go on. Let's let's not do that. And and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, if you like what what you've been hearing on the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe or like. Uh, we have a number of social media outlets we haven't been banned from, and so if you would uh, you would go ahead and get on there, uh, Instagram and Facebook and 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 whatnot. Um, we, we have a number of them. We're on Parlor, um, MeWe, all those. And so uh, go ahead and, and, and be a part uh, of what's happening here. Uh, we're, we're reaching out to people in a lot of different countries and whatnot. Uh, it, it, it is, uh, you know, we had, we had the highest listenership the other day that we've had since the podcast began. And I, I really, we really appreciate uh, how you have supported the program. Uh, you can always contact us even by email. And uh, that email address is foruncommonsense at gmail.com. That's for, F-O-R, uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.